thanks for tuning in. Today I have a special treat. My doppelganger twin brother. No, he's actually not my twin brother. He looked a lot like <laughs> that's yeah, kind of weird. Well, no, I, I don't mind at all. I'm I, honored. I'll uh, post a picture on Facebook, and immediately Facebook will ask me a picture of myself, mind you. Would you like to tag Judah McNeil? That's a little It's me. I mean, do I look like this? It's my brother, Why Paul. Why would I post pictures of my brother? <laughs> Paul McNeil. Look like me. And uh, we have something dynamite. Paul is one of the only people I know, he is the only person I know, who predicted the election of Donald Trump way back two years ago. Just shortly after his announcement. Right. Shortly after his announcement. And, and even, he went as, he, a lot of, I mean, maybe there were people that predicted it. I didn't know anybody was predicting it, but he went as far as to put money down on the proposition of Trump being elected. And how much how much money did you end up winning? So the odds that I found was fifteen to around fifteen to seventeen to one. They were giving upwards of seventeen to one. So you put So I was trying to um, I was trying to raise your real money, five to ten thousand dollars. Um, because I thought the odds were more about fifty fifty that we would win at that point. That's amazing. Um, I couldn't do it. I'm an American, the land of the free um, there are many, many restrictions on betting. So I finally found this website, which I'm sure some of you guys are familiar with, predictit.org. It has a lot of caps. You can only bet so much. So you didn't go to like BetDSI or anything? They didn't let you? Well, that had been shut down by then. Oh. Um, hmm. And I wanted to be totally legit. Okay. Uh, I didn't want to break any laws necessarily. I didn't have to. So anyway, so yeah, I ended up wagering about $2,600. And I came away with about 15000 and the point isn't the money I made. No, I think, but why Why were you so sure? Well, there's two things. There's being sure, and then there's putting your money where your mouth is. And I think these things are important. Um, I think it's important if you're going to make bold claims to be willing to back them up. And I think a lot of people get away with making easy, bold claims or saying, oh, I knew this was going to happen. Right. Particularly things that you can bet on. You know, People all the time are telling me about... Oh, you know, well, the price of oil is being artificially held up by the government won't last that long. Well, you've got disposable income. Like, if you're so certain of that, you know. Um, and people, and we don't have to get into this, but the fact is, you know, there's a lot of people out there that have a problem with betting, and I kind of understand that our family has a you know, mixed position on that. Um, the fact is, we're wagering every day. Yeah. You know, every decision you make is a wager. Right. Um, a wager on a certain outcome, a wager on the possibility of that. Every time you get in your car, there's a chance you're weighing, well, I need to go to the store and get bread. There's a chance I'll die in a car wreck. You know, that's a chance it's small. So you try to make good wagers. The reason I was so convinced is, um, uh, and this gets into, you know, the reasons that Trump is president. Trump is going to be president of Mars, the president of the U.S. And I think it's important for people to step back and you know, people have different positions politically. I personally don't vote. Um, I'm a voluntarist. I don't really have a dog in that fight. I don't think anybody's really qualified to be president. Um, but somebody's going to be president. And I think it's important to step back and, and whether you're really excited about Trump winning or whether you think he's Hitler and it's the worst thing ever, mm -hmm. I think it's important to step back and just realize the spectacle of it, that things are changing. Mm -hmm. 
that there's a lot of unknowns on both sides. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, I think he's going to surprise a lot of people on the left in ways that are going to make them happy. And he's going to surprise a lot of people on the right in ways that are going to upset them. Yes. He's a centrist. He's unconventional. But more importantly, like, it's not about whether he's good or bad. It's just step back and let's look at what's going on. Right. The parties are dissolving. They're, well, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, in many ways. Look at this last election. You know, we had the Republican Party supporting a man who had only recently become a Republican within a year and a half. Yeah. He, you know, Republican Party has been for at least a decade or more the party of free trade. Mm -hmm. uh, he's a protectionist and ran actively on protectionism. You know, plenty of things where he ran, you know, he's yeah. not an interventionist abroad, which is an old Republican thing, but not unless you knew. And then the Democrat candidate, you know, was a pro-Wall Street warmongering Democrat. Yeah, but does that really, is that... It correlate. I mean, is that a one-to-one -one e equation towards the uh, parties dissolving? Well, I mean, what does it mean for a party to dissolve? Yeah. yeah. Uh, maybe they're changing, but uh, the Republican Party's never been more, it's never been stronger. Oh, the Republican Party, I believe, has been stronger. Um, I however, know. I see the dissolution and sort of reformation as a good thing. I think all I'm saying agree, is things, agree, are, things are changing. Things are changing, for sure. Things now, are changing. But so, you're talking about predicting. Yeah, what what made you so certain? What was your first clue that... Because I remember you being... I mean, you made a bet with me. Yeah, I did. That I still owe you money for. It's all right. <laughs> yeah. But, but you it's were still, absolutely sure right. back then when he wasn't even... I didn't even think he was going to get, gonna the, get sure. the nomination. Sure. And this is where I think it's important to separate out the people who made the prediction beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't the only one. And the people who suddenly now have all these epiphanies. Mm -hmm. um, I went to uh, visit a professor recently, econ professor at MSU. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, he was he was gonna tell me he was getting ready to sort of pontificate about well I'll tell you I'll tell you he says to me I'll because he's an econ professor yeah. and he's read people who have Nobel prizes you know I'll tell you why Trump won I said well did you have did you think he was gonna win well no I didn't then I really don't want to hear what you have because <laughs> yeah. the only thing that's changed now there's only one piece of information that's changed that that he's won yeah. So he had all the same information before. Mm -hmm. So if he had such brilliant insights, then why didn't they inform yeah. him before? Yeah. You know, everybody knows, you know, why the winning team Hindsight's won. Hindsight's 2020. But, yeah. So why, why did he win? Yes. It has everything to do with Trump himself. You know? No, no, no. Not why did he win. We all know why he won. Why did you? No, why we were don't you so all sure? know why I won. All right. Well, we why were you so sure? I was so sure. Let's go back to a year okay. and a half, two years ago, when you bet me and right. you said he is... There's, I have no doubt, doubt in my mind he's going to win. Well, you weren't that solid. But well, yeah, yeah. I was quite convinced. Because of Trump. You know, everybody wants to say, oh, he was an outsider. He had a lot of money. Forbes has a lot of money. R ran for president every four years for many times. Yeah. Never did anything. Lots of people have a lot of money. A lot of outsiders. Mitt Romney had lots of money. Mitt Romney had plenty of money. Uh, lots of outsiders. Carson was an outsider. Total flop. Um, there are many other outsiders. Uh, yeah. They're not coming to mind. The reason is because of Trump, and Trump's a singular singularity. He's a singularity. He really is. He is uh, has an uncanny ability to capture people's imagination in using language and using his discipline, his real disciplined message, 
you know, it's amazing how many people talked about, oh, he's, you know, like my drunk uncle and he blah, 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 blah. And he says whatever's on his mind. Yeah. That man was on camera more than any other politician. Yeah. Ad-libbing, not reading from... There is a reason that people talk about going off script, being on script, that they have teleprompters. Because yeah. if you took any other politician and had them blab for five minutes, they would be out of politics. Yeah. It would be a nightmare. Yeah. He blabbed all day long and had cameras, live cameras on him 24-7. Well, but it wasn't... And it wasn't like... It wasn't as if he didn't make mistakes. He, you're right. It wasn't but all he was completely intentional. He was disciplined. He was, In ways... For instance, in, in specific ways, he was. Well, he kept he kept a message. He kept a message. He kept a message that was visual. Now it wasn't intellectual. What was his message? Well, he had ongoing themes. We're going to build a wall. We're going to build a wall. A wall is concrete something concrete. Concrete. You can think more ways about than it. One. You can wrap. Yeah. <laughs> you can wrap your mind around it, right? Yeah. We're going to drain the swamp. Yeah. Man, who doesn't want to drain the swamp? Yeah. You know, yeah. and do we? Simple. Everybody knows that. DC's a swamp. Mm-hmm. We all want to drain it. You know? Yeah, visual, the only people that concrete. don't want to drain the swamp are the little goblins that are living in the swamp. Yeah. But he also, I don't know if you want to, whether it was genius or or, or malicious, he had he had a way, and my friend Ford talks a lot about him being a troll, is in saying things that, you know, like somebody might troll the... Uh, uh, message board sure. of, of YouTube. No, sure. He he was, I mean, in some ways a troll in that he jumped in out of context mm-hmm. and would throw stuff out there that would change the conversation. What does a troll do? Suddenly having this nice conversation about, mm-hmm. you know, sort of gender equality or whatever, and suddenly they got you talking about something that's related but off topic. He yeah. would dominate the conversation. And unlike trolls on, say, YouTube or Facebook or something like that, mm-hmm. He is, he was, uh, he was doing it, incorporating it into his plan. That's what sure. you're talking about. There was a strategy. He has an architecture, and right. it wasn't complicated. A troll is just trying to drop a bomb and ha ha, laugh at right. it. Maybe bring well, we attention to himself. Sure, we don't right. know for sure. But Trump, though he was trying to bring t- attention to himself, it was in a way that was uh, constructive towards his sure. plan. And what happens is, he set himself up in a way that, Every move forward, he would gain some ground. Mm-hmm. But move back, moves backwards, he set himself up in a way, and it's hard to describe how he did it, but in a way that, you know, we had already heard bad news about Trump. So it kind of, you know, his loss is sort of dissolved into the narrative of, yeah, he says stupid things. So really, everybody's sort of, he's a buffoon thing, worked to his advantage. Yeah. Well, so every time it was buffoonery, just got swept in. Yeah, that. and when he, yeah, when he made a mistake, it just... But when it captured people's imagination, when it worked... You know, then it would just get one more person and give them something. The fact is, you go to the toll, the poll booth, you know, there's a few things floating around your head. And it's not, you know, balanced budgeting equations and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's visual. It's concrete. You know, when you go to think about... Well, that's why hope and change work so well. Right. And really... It wasn't concrete, but it was... What, what many people have pointed out is it really uh, Trump tore a page out of Obama's playbook and he just did it better. You know, Obama was the half step, you know, into the technological age. Obama used the internet. Obama used Twitter, possibly. I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he used similar social media. Yeah. And so really Obama laid the ground plan. And I'm sure, I mean, this was not lost in Trump. There's something that you stands out in your mind if you go back two years ago. What was... 
there was impressed a, you. Yeah, the, and it, it, I can't even put words to it. There was an interview with him, and he was just walking by, and they came up, and I don't even remember what he was talking about. But when he was done talking, he said, you know, we're going to, it's sort of classic Trumpism. We're going to do it. Don't worry about it. We're going to do it. We're going to do it right. It's going to be done excellently. It's going to be great. It's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. And I might not have believed him. Yeah. I might not have, you know, understood what he said. But I felt, just when that little blurb was done, I felt, oh, it's going to be done okay. It's going to be done all right. And even, I, you know, I'm a pretty clever guy. I know he's just a politician. Pretty skeptical guy. I'm a skeptical guy. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I just, it, I felt it, you know? And when you're like, he had that, and I think it really connected with people who deal with mechanics, who deal with carpenters, who deal with, like you, you know, yeah. like me all the time. Yeah. And so when that one, you know, you're picking somebody to fix your car, you're picking somebody to build your house. And you don't know, you're reading reviews on Angie's list, somebody is, but well, really what most people do is what they do is they listen to them. When somebody says, I'm going to have your car ready, it's going to be great, you're going to love it, it's going to run like you've never had it run before. Yeah, but it and was more than used car sales. When no. we talked about this back then, that there was a meta, there's sort of this meta impression that you have of him, him having been in the limelight for so long. Sure. Us having, we watched The Apprentice, we were huge Apprentice fans when it first came out. Um, knowing his personality, knowing him, watching him, when he said, it's going to be huge, we're like, yeah, yeah. I mean, when he does something, it's huge. We, we, there was more than just, like, BS. Right. And the fact is, I mean, he's been working hard. And say what you will about Trump, and there's plenty of terrible things you can say of him, and a lot of them will probably be true. The guy's not a slacker. The guy's working hard. He's been working hard for 50, 60 years. And people can see that. I think even his detractors can see oh, yeah. how hard. Even he's the a hard people worker. that hate him the most, I, I assume, can see he's a hard worker. how much he's, he's been out busting there. his butt. And he, it's because he loves doing that He stuff. loves it. Yeah. He loves it. He loves doing deals. He loves dealing with people. And you get that. When, when he's in front of a crowd, yes. he loves it. He you feeds that. off that energy. You, I think people get that. And Lots of people get that. Yeah. The fact is, you know, there's people think that persuasion has to be hidden, mm. you know? That hypnotism has to be hidden, that sales has to be hidden. But really, good salesmen will tell you, I've got to get a commission, Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right That's off the true. bat. They will ask and you for what they need, you, right? Like, disarms yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What can I do to sell this car to you? Yeah. How can I be a used car store? And he was telling people, I want you to like me. Yeah. I want you to vote for me. There was no behind-the-scenes secret. It wasn't like the political thing where you felt that distance, where they're telling you something, right. but secretly they believe something else. And then else. in stark contrast to that is Hillary Clinton, who comes off as somebody who right. hates doing this. Right. You know, you get the feeling that she hates doing this. Right. She has to do it. She wants it like him, but but she wants it in a different way. Not because she, she likes end. doing it. She was it, exact opposite. She wants it. I felt because she wants the power, but... Other sure. people can see because she wants to help people, whatever. Whatever. But she didn't want... It was forced. She didn't want the game. She wanted the product. And she wasn't good at it. Well, yeah. She was the anti-Trump. So she, where he really had no knowledge of the facts, had no knowledge of, you know, politics, no knowledge of the insider lingo, no knowledge of the history of the treaties and everything. She's an expert. I mean, no doubt about it. When she talked about her stuff, she's she knew it. Expert. She's been in... She's an extremely uh, clever woman. Um, she was the anti-Trump. Everybody knew when she was talking that they were being, there was something she was, wasn't telling them. Yeah. Whereas Trump was telling them 
I'm telling you what you want to hear. So there's nothing hidden. Yeah. He's already telling them the hidden the thing that could be hidden. Yeah. He didn't have this, I mean that's I think that's something that hasn't really brought, been brought out is that he never really had a hidden agenda. Well, he had nothing to hide. What's it? Well, what, what was there ever a hidden agenda? No, there's nothing to hide. There was nothing to hide. Yeah. And that's why I mean, do you think Julian Assange? I mean, I'm wondering what the liberals think. Did Julian Assange want Trump to win? Is he some kind of Trump supporter? Of course not. No, but they believe in the. I, 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 it seems like he doesn't. He didn't like Hillary. He hates Hillary or something. Well, Assange. here's what Assange hates. What's his crusade against? Ah, secrecy. 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 His crusade is against powerful ah. secrecy. See, and Hillary represented powerful secrecy. Trump represent power? Absolutely. Yeah. He's a bully. He kicks people out of their houses and builds them. Power is, you know, is there. Yeah. But there's no secrecy. Did you see the big Trump email dump? No, there's nothing to hide. Well, okay, yeah. yeah I yeah. think they could dig around in Trump's emails all day long, mm -hmm. and they wouldn't find anything worse than the stuff we had. Public. True. Well, and so that's really what... So... Um, one of the dynamics, but the other... The, the other thing I remember you talking about, going back to what you said, I think this was really crucial for you, because just, just having remembering what you talked about is the language thing. The way sure. he the way he used language picks. I remember you talking about specifically what really impressed you and what impressed me was the way he talked about he destroyed Bush sure. uh, was a Jeb uh, by by the low energy common sure. low energy because how do you fight? <laughs> I mean they were brilliant. They were absolutely brilliant and it surprised me. I was recently at a little writing um, conference and I, I I mentioned the phrase I said Trump's linguistic brilliance and everybody laughed. And it was it was really embarrassing for them, not for me at all, because it's clear that he's linguistic brilliant. But name but, name for me. Okay, we had how many seventeen uh, other Republicans? Yeah. What's one thing that they said? I can't remember one thing that they said. Little hands. Yeah, but he turned he turned around yeah. with little Marco. <laughs> yeah. We only remember it because it got turned on him. Oh, maybe. Maybe. But. Um, yeah, but that was kind of easy. And he was trying to take yeah, a play, he was a, trying a to page from the Trump playbook. Yeah, um, but we remember, you know, Lion Ted, Crooked Hillary, Little Marco, and Low Energy Jeb. I mean, Low Energy. Yeah. How do you fight that? Everything you say <laughs> just looks like... Looks like you're either trying to not right. be Low Energy... Or your I mean, that moment in the debates where he's like, oh, that's good, I like that, it's better energy. <laughs> it was over. Go home. I think that's All the where... billionaires that put their money on Jeb, that was it. I think when you told me that and pointed that out and I started watching for things like that in the debates, I realized there was something brilliant about the simplicity. of The simplicity, of, when you talk about his linguistic brilliance, I don't know if I'd call it brilliance. Brilliance might be the right word, but... There All was, those terms overused. Genius, brilliance. The, the point is, there was, was a simplicity sim to it. I mean, yeah. what you're right. What is genius, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, anybody can, you know, come up with brilliance yeah. in a thousand pages. Yeah. But genius is the ability. I mean, I, but most was, most what? religious leaders that we that are you know Buddha or mm -hmm. Christ or whatever. One of the important things that they were able to do is give us little nuggets. Rhetoric. Yeah. Well, but little nuggets, you know, rhetorical phrases, right? That stuck because they were fresh and they, you know, it's true. Um, but I guess I was thinking of it more as like linguistic mechanisms. Sure. You know, like it was a, a trick. Yeah, a linguistic trick. It was a trick. Because uh, I don't know, maybe it's just the prejudice against. I mean, it just doesn't. It doesn't seem like it was like 
So, like you said, so, some of the some of the most brilliant, most genius things come out of. Well, simple... I mean, right? Was he, you know, leafing through Shakespeare and digging into the deep mechanics of but semiotics? But is that genius? But is, right. that, is that no? Exactly. Is that intelligent? I mean, you know, do the, yeah. the do the brilliant tennis players know the physics mm. of gravity and trajectory and you know whatever? No, it's just something that you know. Hit a ball. It comes natural to them. They're yeah, just, they you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They pra- and they practice. They practice. And, and he's and been he... doing it all his life. Yeah. So, yeah. again, I'm not saying he's a better president than anybody else. And the fact is, we don't know, you know. Right. Really, it's a crapshoot. Um, well, that was my argument. Once I started getting on board, my argument was he's a disruptor. He's a he's an X factor. He's going to bring change no matter what. For sure. Uh, more than anybody else. Um, and we have no idea. He's just a man. Yeah, you know, just like the guy. making him into this evil villain is really giving him so much more power. It's giving him more really power. He deserves. And the thing is, it's setting him up for actually, interestingly, you know, everybody says, well, give him a chance, give him a chance. But really, in some ways, the whole Hitler thing is setting him up for success. I mean, all he's got to do is not exterminate him. <laughs> And he'll yeah, prove them wrong. It's true. You know? All I have so to far, no genocide. <laughs> the tractors were wrong. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's true. Really, it's they're setting him up, up for success. Did so you see that he up. already has and a story? I don't know that he's not, I don't know that he's not, because uh, why doesn't he come up? You know, why is, I think he's kind of, he realizes that. Yeah. It, it's working to his favor. And the fact is, he's, he's, he's a judo artist. Mm-hmm. He turns things to his favor. And he maximizes, you know, where things will work to his advantage. And if it hurts him, right. it'll be minimized. Um, have you heard that he has his new slogan already? Keeping America great. And that's another thing. I think like, that's what it is. Keeping I don't know. But the point great. is keeping things fresh. It, you know, the article went out recently. Poor old Newt got slapped on the wrist, I think. Newt Gingrich. Why? He said something about draining the swamp. And Trump said... We're done. Drain the swamp's no longer... <laughs> because he's not really draining the swamp. One, because he's not draining the swamp. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, yeah. there's some swamp drip. But, I mean... There has been There's some, some fresh blood. Um, but there's only so much you can do. And, he's, and the fact is, to some extent, he's just not doing it. But the point is, he's keeping things fresh. And he's, you know, any kind of phrase can kind of turn against you eventually. Yeah. You know, so... Well, boom, so what killer. is your prediction for... Here's for, my prediction. My prediction Future. is, right, obviously we don't know. Um, there's enormous variables because what I was watching was Trump. Trump, Trump, Trump. He controlled everything. Yeah. But now you've got, you know, the Congress. Yeah. You've got the Republican machine. He's really wed himself to the system. And he's and his, put really strong people around him. And he's put, I mean, you know, Tillerson's not somebody who's used to being pushed around. Mad Dog. Mad Dog Mattis yes. is not somebody who's used to being pushed around, you know. Yeah, yeah. And really... I think that's one of the reasons those things work is people want to see strong people around them that are not going to just be as yes men. These are by no means yes men. Say what you will about them qualifications. They are not yes men. No. no. Um, and so here's what I'm, I think we're going to see a continued trend of strong people. I think we're going to see is him solidifying his base through these appointments because the fact is appointments, he's not even present yet. So he's taken all this heat before he's even present. Take the heat. You know, do the partisan stuff early. Yeah. And then those will rest. He's going to earn the respect of the Republican Party. Hey, he put in DeVos or whoever, like, boom, you know. And then he's going to take, a, I believe, going to take a slow, hard turn toward the center. Mm. So, for instance, with healthcare, 
I personally think what he's going to replace Obamacare with Obamacare. is going <laughs> to be something very much like Obamacare yeah, yeah. that the Republicans are going to have to kind of take responsibility for. Mm-hmm. It's going to tweak a few things, probably going to even add more people to it, mm-hmm. and everybody's going to go, you know, and the left's going to want to rail at it. They're going to have nothing to rail at. The right can't rail at it because they've got ownership of it, right? right? So it's going to be brilliant. Um, yeah. And then I think he's going to move towards center. I'm predicting Pence was brilliant. Wow, yeah. Pence was brilliant. It solidified his the right. Another strong and guy. He's not a yes man. Exactly. But he's never going to eclipse him. He's That's not true. louder. He's That's not true. smarter. He's not shiny. He's not shiny. Mm-hmm. He's never going to eclipse him. Yeah. Um, but still not a yes man. It's solidified. And here's what everybody doesn't realize. Mm. It was a silver bullet against impeachment, assassination, anything. The last thing, the only person that I think left, a lot of people realize okay, that. The only thing the left wants less than Trump is, is Pence. Pence yeah. So they're like, whoa, well, we don't want, you know, him bowing out. They there was actually an uh, assassination attempt at, uh, no, not Pence, it was one of his uh, handlers. Okay. Not, anyway, he doesn't have handlers. But when he guys. no longer needs the right, which will be next election. So if Trump's in good physical condition next yeah. election, here's what I'm predicting. I've already put it out there. I'm putting a possibility. I'm not putting a strong possibility, but I think it's a fair possibility of a Trump-Kanye combination. We've already seen Seriously? Kanye. Absolutely. Kanye's already feeling things out. Kanye's he's visited the White House. He already put that. He said, you know, I didn't vote. A lot of people have visited the White House. Not a lot of black rap stars or whatever it is. Rap. <laughs> yeah. Hip-hop artists. Brilliant guy. Yeah. Um, not many of them have visited the White House, I guarantee you. Okay, he put out that thing, if if I had a voted, I would have voted Trump. What is that, man? That's a floater, right? That's the kind of stuff Trump was doing 10, yeah, 15 true. years ago, right? <laughs> true. Floating. How did that work? So, so that when he finally comes out, know. you know, people have already, yeah. he's priming, I'm not saying priming he's... and falling back, priming, getting people ready for things. Well, where can you bet on it? I don't know. Can you bet on his election yet? I'm sure there's, in Britain you could. Um, his re-election. His re-election. I think, ima- if you can imagine him moving to the center and keeping the right, and then a Trump-Kanye ticket could possibly be the biggest landslide you've ever seen. I mean, Kanye's a brilliant character. I mean, he's had, sure, he took a stumble recently. He's been in a hospital or whatever. But look through his history. You know, he's been through falls like that before. Uh, I don't know he's, if I could handle Trump-Kanye. <laughs> and again, I'm not saying what I want. I'm not a politician. I don't uh, vote. Uh, yeah. I'm just looking at it as an observer and saying yeah. things. Yeah. You think things got weird before? <laughs> you know, you ain't seen nothing you yet. Ain't seen nothing yet, my <laughs> friend. This is the beginning of a new era. It's exciting, and as a, you know, as a writer, as yeah. a social observer, for me, it's just an interesting time. It's it is. Time. It's I'm absolutely. not saying it's fun. You know, are there not people hurting? You know, are there not people? Um, Suffering, you know, per Who's possible. Suffering? Well, if if people's families do get split up through deportation, which personally I don't think, you know, he's not going to deport. Anybody. I know, I know, he's not. He's going to deport criminals, <laughs> right? Which has already been our policy, <laughs> right? I mean, it's ridiculous, yeah, to even worry about that. But some people are, and and if they have valid concerns, and maybe some people are I'm not saying. All I'm saying is it's interesting times. It is, and it's going to get more interesting. Trump, Kanye, I called it possibly first. Um, no. You definitely called it first. I think that's the Well, I'm not the only one out there. Said Trump, Trump Kanye? I, I dare you to find somebody saying Trump Kanye. But I think it'd be brilliant, and I think it'd be a great move wow. by Kanye. Well, you heard it here. Uh, you got the scoop. Uh, but unfortunately, this is not even a show. 
So, yes, it is. It's a great show. Sign up below. Subscribe to his website here or the uh, video site, vlog, uh, YouTube. I'm not good at these things. <laughs> no, this isn't a show. And you can't sign up. <laughs> All right, thank you very way. much, Bob, for yeah. being on here. Love you, man. Love you. My brother, if you couldn't tell. Oh, because I did say it before. <laughs> like. Anyways, that's us signing out. Stay trumpy. <laughs> <laughs>